Hello and welcome back to the History of the British Isles, episode 12, Scots and Pitts. In this week's episode we will be taking, talking about Scotland in the early Middle Ages, up to the arrival of the Vikings. Sorry for the overly long intro and transitions last week. I'm experimenting with more edited episodes and I've tried to keep them shorter this week. After the fall of the Roman Empire, Pict and Scot tribes started to raid south of the border. These tribes were a big problem to the British. They terrorised the locals and took their livestock and wealth. This was such a problem that the Britons hired Saxon and Angle mercenaries. As you know from the multiple episodes I've done on the Anglo-Saxon conquest, these mercenaries conquered England. They were a much tougher enemy to the Scots and Picts and even set up the state of Bernicia in modern-day southern Scotland. Which merged, with, which merged with a kingdom just south of them called Dera to form Northumbria. Scotland was divided into four major states. Dalriata, who were an Irish kingdom, also called the Scots, Fortiu, who were Pictish, Strathclyde, who were Britonic, and Benicia, who I have already mentioned. The Picts were by far the strongest kingdom in Scotland, and would inevitably unify all of Scotland and steal the name of the Scots. They controlled northern and eastern Scotland. They were a confederacy, and probably came out the Caledonian Confederacy, which is often re- referenced in conjunction with the Picts. They first appeared in Roman records in the 3rd century, and were called the Picti. Dalriata were born, were both the Scottish, or were, was in both the Scottish and Irish worlds. They were widely considered an Irish colony that grew their boots. In a, they, it controlled Argyll and Bute, as well as a large number of Western Scottish islands, making it a reasonably major force in Scottish politics, able to negotiate to some extent with the Picts. All that said, they were by no means their equals. Strathclyde was founded around 450 CE and was also known as Al Clut. It was the last kingdom to join Scotland, and had a slightly Welsh streak. Consider what I said last episode. Wales used to be far larger, and the Welsh world almost touched Strathclyde. It was also a lowland, not highland kingdom, and controlled the southwest of Monday, Scotland, as well as Cumbria, which is in the north of England. It didn't even speak the same language as the Highlanders, preferring the Cumbric tongue. We've already talked about Bernicia, the Anglo-Saxon kingdom that became part of Northumbria. They cannot really be considered a Scottish kingdom, seeing as they had little in common with the rest of Scotland, preferring to move in Anglo-Saxon circles. They control the southeast as well as the far north of England, bordering Strathclyde to the west and the Pitts to the north. Let's now move on to talk about Kenneth MacAlpine and the unification of Scotland. To start off, let me read you a limerick from Mark Twister that from Mark Twister's There Once Was a Man with Six Wives, Our Kings and Queens of Limericks. 
about Kenneth. The first Scottish king to be stripped was more of a Pict or maybe a Gale, there's many a tale and often they all contradict. Kenneth MacAlpine was king of the Picts and unified the Picts and Dalriata into Alba, which is Scottish for Scotland, or at least it was at the time. I am not Scottish and know nothing of the language. It is now mainly used to divide the kingdom and one day Scotland. He was born around 810 and died on the 13th of February, 858. He was in a long line of Pictish kings, including such names as Sialoth the Hardy and Calstin the Fair. Don't worry, I don't know anything about them either. He was born in Iona, the seats of many Alban kings after him. So, how did Kenneth Alpin unify Dalriata with the Picts? Well, he was the son of the king of Dalriata and the daughter of a Pictish princess. In battle, in a battle with the Vikings, the king of the Picts died alongside with his brother. There were many claimants, the main being Dress the tenth at Kenneth. Most Pictish nobles sported Dress because he was a native Pict. Kenneth summoned the Picts for a truce and killed them all. This allowed him to over- overwhelm the remaining Pictish resistance and become king. Kenneth's reign was not calm, though. A Viking army destroyed Dalriata, and nobles fled to into the Pictish lands. Kenneth granted these men with lands of the Picts that he killed, and has been a foul player in the truce meeting. This caused cultural mixing between Picts and Scots, forming a unified Scottish culture. can't go any further because of the limits I've set. The new music is from the Free Music Archive and by Goofrog. I hope you like it. Next episode will be England and I'm really looking forward to it. It could be slightly late seeing as this one was massively early, but I don't know. It all depends on what, what, on what other work needs to get done. Bye!